Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Well, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's uh, Rick Lupert here from Poetry Superhighway. So happy to have you uh, on board with me today for our monthly open reading. Um, it is March of 2019. We've been doing this every month for, oh, since I think cavemen first scrawled a poem onto the wall of their home cave. So it's been a few years. Excited to be back with you this month. Um, <clears throat> excited to hear your poems. Call in to read. The number is area code 646-716-7362. Um, we have no content or style restrictions, and I'm excited to hear what it is you might read, as well as to talk with you a little bit about what's going on in your poetry world. Maybe you've got a new book out. Maybe... Maybe there's a reading that you're going to that you want to talk about. Maybe uh, maybe you've got a call for submissions for a project that you've put together. Whatever it is, give us a call, 646-716-7362. We'll get you on the air. You can read a poem, and you can tell us all about it. Um, let me tell you some things that have been going on with Poetry Superhighway uh, recently, just to, just to keep you up to date. We just completed our 18th annual Great Poetry Exchange. This is a project where... Uh, poets signed up to send a book to another randomly selected participant um, of the project somewhere else in the world in exchange for receiving a book from yet another randomly selected participant somewhere else in the world. So this year, 91 people signed up to participate. Um, that's a whole lot of people, and um, we're kind of in the middle of the two-week period since uh, since the uh, since since the uh, launch date, I guess, since the end date of accepting submissions, um, and in this two-week period, this is when all the books are flying around the world, uh, going from one place to the other, dropped in the mail confidently by uh, the authors of these books, uh, sending them off to other poets uh, who they may or may not know, sometimes uh, around the corner, sometimes in other states, sometimes across seas and onto other continents. So, so far I've heard from about 60 of the 91 people that they've sent their books out. Um, we've got another week or so before the deadline to notify me that you've sent your book out. If you happen to be listening and you're one of the participants um, and you haven't yet notified me that you've sent your book out, please make sure to uh, to do that. And uh, I will uh, I will uh, I'll mark you off on the roster, and it will uh, successfully prevent you from uh, receiving any annoying follow-up emails from me saying, hey, where's the book? Um, so there you go. That's uh, that's what's going on um, with the Great Poetry Exchange. Thanks so much for participating in it. If you missed out on it this year, don't worry. The next one will happen next year. The 19th uh, Great Poetry Exchange will happen in February of 2020. And uh, some people say, hey, I've got an ebook. Uh, I couldn't join in. That's okay. We do an ebook exchange in November. We collect uh, we collect titles in November, and uh, and we give them all away for free over 24 hours um, on December 1st. If you've got an ebook, wait for that project to come along. So the thing that we're doing right now, and this is the last thing I want to tell you before we get to our uh, get to our callers. Again, the number to call in is 646-716-7362. The thing we're doing now is uh, collecting poetry writing prompts for our annual. Prompt a Day project for National Poetry Month. April is National Poetry Month here in the United States of America, um, and people um, are uh, we're, we're, we've joined in with the whole phenomenon of, uh, of encouraging people to write poems every day uh, during the month. You should write poems every day all year long, but um, here's there here's a challenge 
of uh, if you don't do that, why not try to do it in April? Um, and maybe you need an idea of something to write um, or something to, uh, to, uh, to inspire a, a poem. And so what we've done, this is the, will be the fifth or sixth year that we've done this, is we publish a poetry writing prompt every single day during the month of April. We post them to our website, poetrysuperhighway.com slash PSH. And we also post them to our Facebook page and uh, um, as a new post every, every day. Um, and we encourage you, um, if you do write a poem to that particular prompt, to post the poem, if you're comfortable doing so, as a comment to that prompt. Um, helps build some excitement um, and, uh, and some interaction with the project. Either way, the most important thing, whether or not you share them um, in our posts or not, is that you write poems. And we're, we're giving you ideas. So um, where do we get these ideas from? That's really why I'm telling you this now. Um, we get them from you. Um, if you go to the Poetry Superhighway website, there's a form there uh, where you can submit your writing prompt idea. And um, I'm going to pick uh, 30 of them and uh, publish one a day, <clears throat> every day, next month. Um, and so just to give you a little insight, first of all, you should um, – there's a link to what we published last year and in the previous years right on the Poetry Superhighway website. So you can see the kinds of things that we uh, have um, are looking for and that we've published in the past. Um, I'm not so much looking for just a line of text. Um, not that that's not a legitimate uh, writing prompt um, for, for you or for anyone, uh, but what I'm looking for is something that has some direction in it. If, you're, if you want us to, to write something after a line of text, include a couple of line, lines of direction. Um, the direction could be specifically talking about the text that you put, or it could be um, write a poem in this particular format, or it could be, it could be anything at all, really. But um, I want um, I want um, poems that have uh, I want prompts that have some kind of direction in them, not just the line of text that you want people to respond to. Um, that's the kind of thing we're looking for. So if you have any questions about that, feel free to ask. And uh, and that's it. And I hope to see a lot of them from you. And once again, uh, uh, more importantly, um, we will be publishing one a month next month, every single day, not one a month, one a day. So there you go. Again, the number to call in is 646-716-7362. Um, our first caller uh, is from the 410 area code. Hello. Hello. Hi. Who's this? Uh, this is Deetra Reed. Deetra Reed? Yes. Nice to meet you, Deetra. Where are you calling from? Can you hear me? Well, I don't know what happened to Dietra, but she seems to have disappeared. Okay, I guess we're we're not going to hear a poem from Dietra right now. Dietra, call back. I'm not sure what happened there. Um, uh, would love to hear uh, the poem that you have to that you'd like to read. Um, the rest of you, call in. The number is area code six four six seven one six seven three six two. Open lines right now, so we'll get you right on the air if you, if you call in. Um, in a little bit, we're going to play uh, some spoken word tracks. Um, uh, I put out a call for submissions uh, not too long ago for uh, poetry uh, uh, spoken word tracks, and uh, I, I got a whole bunch of submissions, um, and uh, so I'm really excited about that. We've been playing them the last few months of our show, and uh, uh, since we we put out this, I've been playing them for years, but um, I, I got a, I, I put out a a more uh, thorough call for submissions not too long ago, and um, and uh, and uh, received a lot of really great submissions, and I'm excited to be able to uh, play them for you uh, one a month, um, starting with well, I started a couple months ago, but you'll hear one at, a, at the half hour mark. Um, so um, there you go. Um, the number to call in again is six four six seven one six seven three six two. Do call in, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I want to also mention our uh, summer poetry contest uh, will be coming up this summer. And for those of you who participate in it, um, there'll be a little bit of a shift in the dates, um, uh, which we haven't quite worked out yet. And it probably doesn't really matter that much to you when it happens, as long as you get the notification of when it happens. But um, uh, I try not to uh, have the contest happen over when I'm uh, traveling, and I'll be traveling at a different time this summer uh, for my vacation. So we will be uh, doing the, uh, the contest um, uh, in a slightly different uh, time period, but it'll still be happening over the summer. 
um, and I'm very excited uh, about that. Um, our contest is unique in that we um, offer um, a prize uh, to every single person who enters the contest just for entering. Um, so that's something that uh, that we uh, uh, that's unique to our contest, and um, um, so uh, and we try to make it an egalitarian process. I'm not going to talk too much about it now because we're a few months away from it, but uh, but that's coming as well. Now let's get right into a spoken word track. This is the the, the poem "Song for Henry Rousseau." And this is a poem that was sent to me by Chaim Betzalel Levy. <laughs> It's a poetry book that came from Deckel Press. 
Um, I just posted a link to the book, um, uh, the Amazon link to the book, um, which uh, in as a comment to the, the post um, uh, promoting this reading uh, right on the uh, Poetry for Highway Facebook page if you want to check out more from, from Heim. Uh, thanks so much, Heim, for sending that in. I really enjoyed that. Um, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's both s- sung and read um, by Heim, which was really kind of an interesting way to do it. He kind of he read the poem in sort of a, a monotonish, interesting, performative way, um, but then that was either an echo of or, um, or the reading itself was an echo of the singing of the lyrics at the same time with a, with a really kind of a interesting, melancholy, sweet guitar playing in the background. Um, cool poem, cool track. Uh, so thanks so much for sending that in and I hope everyone enjoyed listening to it. Uh, the number to call in if you would like to read a poem live here on Poetry Superhighway Live is area code 646-716-7362. Um, I think we have Dietra back. Is uh, Dietra on the line? Yes. Yes. Hi, Dietra. Hello. Okay. Hi. Hi. Where, where, where are you calling from, Dietra? I'm calling from Baltimore, Maryland. Baltimore. All right. Fantastic. Um, sorry we got uh, disconnected earlier. No, it's I'm okay. Just glad, I'm just glad you're okay. Yeah, I'm okay. Thanks. <laughs> sure. Um, so you got a poem for us? Yes, I do. It's called Creations Lemonade. Do you want me to read it? Please do. Okay. Pain, sorrow can sometimes darken your day, whether it's because of your own imperfections, misjudgments, or simply life's own disappointment. It happens. Tears leak out your eyelids. They softly dry moisture down your face. The saltiness irritating your skin. But then you look up to a fast-moving bird flying in the sky that catches your eye. In that moment of pain, the awe of looking at that bird makes your misery disappear. Is that creation's lemonade? Looking at the blueness of the sky calms my broken heart. The different shapes of the clouds awaken my mind to a healthier state. The squirrels leaping from branch to branch gives me hope. Creation gave me a cool glass of refreshing, sparkling lemonade this day. That's my poem. Well, you should enjoy that lemonade, Deidre. Thank you. Um, Thank you for reading that. Is is that poem in a in a book anywhere? Is that a new piece, an old piece, or tell us about it? Um, that's an old piece, but I have a book out. It's called uh, "I Was Walking in the Universe," and it's on Amazon. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm yeah. going to post a link to link to the book um, in the in the in the comments so people can uh, can check it out. Thank um, you. Um, when when did your uh, book come out? Or I guess it's an old uh, piece, but. Uh, to, it's an old, yeah, 2014. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, that's great. Um, yeah. what what's the poetry scene like in uh, in uh, in Baltimore? It's a it's a heavy. I'm not involved in it as much as I should be, but is um, we have a lot of different writing groups. We have it at the Central Library. Then we have the Black Writers Guild of Maryland, and we have a lot of different small groups that um, that. Um, I, I found out from the writers' um, roundtable that they have where you can, um, you know, speak out poetry. You know, so. But that's pretty good. Have you have you done that uh, before? Have you had the chance to read your poetry in front of other people? I did it one time at um, at uh, Catherine's Heart, a place for um, a place that you can. Um, they have different things. I read it out loud. That was a good experience, and I read it. In the writers' table, round table at the Enoch Pratt Free Library of Baltimore, and that was a nice experience. So, yeah, I'm trying to grow my poetry a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you should you should do that. I think, um, you know, I, I feel like a big city like Baltimore would have a, a really rich community, and it sounds like you you listed a bunch of things that are going on, and I I think there's there's a there's big value to. Uh, Big value to to interacting with other people live and having the chance to read your poetry in front of them. So I'm glad that the the one time that you did it was a good uh, good experience. Right and right, thank you. Yeah, it was. And there's a bit it's a big Baltimore Book Fest too. 
September here at the harbor. So it's a nice place for art. Baltimore is a good place for art. Yeah. But thank you. <clears throat> no problem. Um, anything else you want to tell us? You got a website or anything that people can head off to or anything else you want us to know about you? Um, well, um, my my work is also on my brother's website. Um, uh, it's called Poem of Escape. It's um, New Rochelle Arts because I'm originally from New Rochelle, New York. So mm-hmm. it's it, my, my my some of my poems are on his website. It's called cool. New Rochelle um, Art. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, teacher, it was really Thanks great to lot. talk to you today. I'm glad uh, I'm glad you got connected. Um, and uh, and Thank please you. call back in again. No problem. Thank you. I appreciate your website. It's a great website. Thank you. Uh-huh. Take Thank care. Thank you. You too. Bye bye. All right. That. Bye. That was uh, Deitra Reed calling from Baltimore, Maryland, reading a poem uh, uh, from her book, I Was Walking in the Universe, um, which, uh, which you can find on Amazon.com. Um, uh, and Eber and Wine Publishing came out in 2014, um, and I posted, as I, as I mentioned, I posted a link to it as a comment to this, um, this post, this show's post in the Poetry Superhighway. Facebook groups. You should definitely, definitely check it out. Um, the number to call in if you would like to call in and read a poem is area code 646-716-7362. I'm going to play another spoken word track. We played this one last month, I think, but, um, you know, we just had uh, Mardi Gras last week. When I say we, uh, I, I, I realize I can only say that so legitimately as a poet living in Los Angeles, but I've been to New Orleans and, um, it just, you know, I feel uh, I feel uh, excited and, and just maybe not ownership, but uh, some kind of connection um, and excitement when more Mardi Gras comes along. So this is uh, well, one of the uh, one of the sites in New Orleans, of course, is Congo Square, um, uh, an historic site, a place of gathering. Just watched a video online of, of some people dancing as, as there as part of a Mardi Gras festival, all dressed in, in some cool costumes and everything. Uh, so I'm going to play this poem, even though I played it last week. This is the poem uh, by Cliff Bernier. It's called Congo Square. Congo Square. Beat of a bone on the hide of an ox. Entemba. Atumpan. Conga. Shuffle of feet in the soil of the field. Mandingo. Baule. Bacango. Plucked like the strings of an ambanza. Plucked like a banjo. Struck like a maman under the mapu tree. Beat like a drum. Africans abducted and packed into ships for passage to markets in Haiti, Cuba, Jamaica. I was stolen from the fields of Benin. Bound like cargo, sleeping in their waste. My children were sleeping at home. Dying from disease and starvation. My husband was hunting for food for the village. Resold to profiteers and auctioned on the block. My mother was mending my clothes. Exchange in New Orleans. Purchased by planters to clear swampland and dig ditches. Haul rocks. Assemble shacks from Gambia, skilled woodworkers and stone cutters from Senegal, compelled to pick cotton from dawn to dusk from Senegambia in lethal heat with little water or break. But on Sunday, at the far end of town, under the live oaks in the field beyond Rampart Street, to the beating of bones and sticks on drums built from boxes and old pork barrels, pulsing to slit drums, stool drums. Open stave drums, bongos got from gourds and twine, got bucket wash tubs, bottles filled with teeth, in a frenzy of leaping, rising to madness under the sycamores, under the trees, to the shrieks of cow horn hunting crooks, quill pipes, pan pipes, marimbas cascading among the calls and cries, glides, groans, moans, and shouts of the Hausa, Fulani scraping the teeth of a horse's jaw with sticks. Fonti beating the jaw of an ass with a rusty key by the Joloff merchant's canvas cast in the red dust trading rice cakes, corn, cane, milk, mutton, gingerbread, indigo, wearing strange and savage fashions with the tails of wild beast slaves gathered to remember making jazz, jazz, Jesus, jazz, 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 jazz. jazz. 
At Congo Square in New Orleans, Yorubas drubbed the mango and the bugan with the segan and the bula, tossed cornmeal on the ground, guinea peppers in their mouths to summon Rada, Gede, Petro, to the Grand Master of Makaya, Bambara, as the root man filled the grigri with fingernail and powdered brick, praising stones, plants, vases, scraps of iron, Lega, Dambala, Ogu, Zaka, lizards and toads, pebbles and shells, feathers from a chicken breast, hairs from the tail of a goat, graveyard dirt for Sante Dede and Marie Laveau to conjure black cats and roosters for the hoodoo man at the orgy in the Bayou St. John on St. John's Eve. O son, sanga, limaja of the sea. To the rhythm of the bone bands making jazz. 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 In the pleasure halls and gaming rooms of the Congo, brash men danced with bare women to the raucous presentation of improvised musical groups of random instrumentation in a perpetual hedonistic binge with style. Bartenders, cutthroats, cockfighters, thieves, in Storyville, on Smoky Row, on Basin Street, Burgundy Street, Beauregard Street, Bienville Street, in the Tenderloin, under the Magnolias, Fanny Sweet, Lulu White, Josie Arlington, Emma Johnson, and all the voodoo ladies of the district parlayed tales of the gumbo yaya to the patrons of love oil and goofer dust with flutes and trumpets fashioned from elephant tusks and rhinoceros horns, with drums and rattles crafted from calabashes and hollowed-out logs, mulattoes, quadroons, mestizos, octoroons, making jazz, jazza, jazz, 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 Buddy Bolden's ragtime band, Buddy Gilmore and the Dark Town Strutters, Ubi Blake and the Sounds of Africa, Chris McGregor's Brotherhood of Breath, Jelly Roll Morton's Red Hot Peppers, King Oliver's Creole Jazz Band, Louis Armstrong and the Hot Five making jazz, 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 Baby Dodds, Free Man of Color, Free Man, Art Blakey, Free Man of Color, Free Man, Elvin Jones, Free Man of Color, Free Man, Mongo Santa Maria, Free Man of Color, Free Man. Study Singleton, free man of color. Free man. Max Roach, free man of color. Free man. Roy Haynes, free man of color. Free man. Pancho Sanchez, free man of color. Free man. Making jazz. 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 Jazz indeed. That was uh, the poem Congo Square from Alexandria, Virginia poet Cliff Bernier. A very cool track um, uh, with, uh, with uh, a companion voice in the back of it that really added a lovely, um, a lovely uh, counterpoint to uh, Cliff's very powerful reading of that, of that poem. Um, uh, it's not per se a Mardi Gras poem, but uh, the whole Congo Square connection with New Orleans uh, uh, to me felt, uh, felt appropriate to, uh, to add that one in, uh, today's, to today's show. Um, got one more spoken word track I'm going to play for you in just a little bit. Uh, if you'd like to call in and read a poem, the number is area code 646-716-7362. Um, I've got a caller online now, um, with, gosh, um, with a four three six number six four seven. Who 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 did I just put on the air? Hello, my name is Luna. Hi, Luna. Where are you calling from? From Austria. Austria, fantastic. Um, you're yes. our our first caller from Austria, um, Hungary. So, uh, so you win you win the prize for uh, for calling from Austria. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um. Uh, you got a poem for us? Yes, I do. It's called Magic. Um, yeah. Should I just read it? Go, go for it. Okay. 
Her hair is like bronze shimmering silk. Her eyes are so deep and blue that you can't help but drown in them. The freckles on her nose are like color spots on a canvas, and the birthmarks on her body form all different kinds of stellar constellations. Her laugh is like the sun shining and flowers blooming and butterflies flying. Her skin has the color of the earth. That's why flowers have often mistaken her for soil and grow on her. The ocean is running through her veins and the waves crash beneath her skin. She's wild and free, only dancing to the rhythm of her own heart. How can you think that she is anything other than magic? Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was an intoxicatingly lovely poem, Luna. Thank you so much for uh, for reading it. Thank you. Thank you. Do you um, now? I've, I've. Uh, you're a first caller from from Hungary, and I'm just wondering if uh, in your city in Austria is there a, is there a poetry scene that you can tell us about? Um, not especially in my city, but in bigger cities like in Vienna or Salzburg. And yeah, it's not as big as in other countries as in the US for example sure. but it's slowly starting that there are more like poetry slams and open mic nights and it's coming together That's great. I mean, uh it's uh yeah. in terms of uh you know what you, you this poem is in English and I I would imagine um that's not per se the first language of, of the country that you live in. Do you, do you write in your uh, native tongue as well? Or do you write a lot in English? Yes. I write in German too, but most of my poems are in English. Well, that's interesting. Um, how, why, why is that, if I may ask? Because for me, English is more clear than German, and I can express myself better in English, and I also can reach more people, and more people can understand what I write about. Yeah. Well, I, I don't speak German, so I, I was awfully grateful to have oh. you read your poem in English. <laughs> um, tell me, do you, do you, is, do you have a, a website or a way for people to connect with you um, if they want to be in touch or, or learn more from you? Um, I have a site on Instagram. It's called Roses and Galaxies. And it's the same on Facebook also. It's a, it's a page, in other words, Roses and Galaxies, all one word? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, I'm going to I'm going to check it out and um I'm Thank I'm you. really excited really excited to uh to, to have our, our our first caller from from Austria ever. That's very exciting, uh, Luna. You <laughs> made my day. Oh, great! Well, it's exciting to be here. Yeah, um, cool. Well, um, well, uh, thank you for calling, and please uh, please call back again, and I'd love to hear more of your work. Yep. I will. Thank you for this opportunity. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. All right, that was. Uh, Luna calling all the way from Austria, Hungary, which is uh, that's the first first time we we get most of our callers from North America, of course, because of the, the time zone issue, and um, and we for a while we had someone calling in from Australia, which is you know uh, you know about as far away as you could be in terms of time zones, um, and we, we rarely get calls from other parts of of the world, other continents, etc. Though of course anyone is welcome to call in, uh, uh, you know as long as you can do the time zone math and figure out what time the show is relative to uh, where you are. So um, I'm really excited to have just heard from uh, Luna from uh, Austria, Hungary. And isn't that interesting that a, that a native uh, German speaker um, writes poems um, mostly uh, in, uh, in, um, in English. Um, I think that's really cool to, uh, to, to, 
to hear that that someone who you know discovers a, you know has a second language and is able to express herself more so in that language um, than in uh, the first language. So um, really cool and really interesting. Thank you so much, Luna, for for calling in. Um, all right, uh, the number for you to call in if you'd like is area code six four six seven one six seven three six two. Um, I've got one caller waiting on hold. We're going to get to you in just one second. I want to play um, the last spoken word track I have for you today, or at least the next one. We, we typically reserve our spoken word tracks for the half hour mark, um, and this is a new one. Um, and so I want to make sure that anyone tuning in just for the half hour mark gets to hear it. Um, this is the poem Slippery Slope from Angel Ellis. Slippery Slope a poem by Angel Ellis from the anthology Women Write Resistance. I didn't stop that day. No time. Too fast. No place to turn around. But the next day, on that ordinary stretch, something pulled me over. I climbed the slope to see it again. The girl who looked 11, but may have been older, fighting his grip the thin, furious man, the long arm striking her face. She was still standing, after, my rearview mirror told me. No footprints in the slick grass, no blood, just one glint like a broken bottle. A child's glasses with thick lenses, intact, reflecting that day upside down. Awesome. Awesome. That was, uh, that was the poem Slippery Slope from uh, Angel Ellis. Um, that appears in her chapbook Spared, um, which was a Main Street Rag Editor's Choice selection. And it also appeared in the national anthology Women Write Resistance from Hyacinth Girl Press. Um, uh, Angel is a graphic designer and musician. Um, Christopher Ellis um, uh, created the file, which includes uh, the background noises of traffic um, as part of the video of, uh, of the poem. Um, and that's really all that was needed to uh, make it something that, uh, that I would consider for our spoken word track. If you'd like to send in a, a spoken word track, we're looking for something which is, is something beyond just a straight reading of the poem. Uh, uh, if you want to do just a straight reading of the poem, call in. And read it, 646-716-7362. But there's something about the blending of the reading of the poem with additional elements. In the case of what we just heard from Angel, it was the traffic noises in the background. Um, in the case of uh, the one we heard earlier um, from, uh, from Cliff, it was uh, uh, the companion voice um, that was reading along uh, with him um, and, and uh, concurrent to him as well. Um, in the case of the poem we heard at the beginning from Chaim Betzalel, um, there was guitar and music added, and, uh, and there were two voices happening. So anything that's beyond just a straight reading of the poem, even if it's a live recording of you reading a poem in front of an audience where um, it's sort of straight reading, but, but actually the audience's reactions become the extra sound element. Uh, make an MP3 of that send it to me at rick at poetrysuperhighway.com and I'll consider it for a future uh, episode of Poetry Superhighway Live. We play at least one track every month, sometimes more. Um, so uh, send it to me, rick at poetrysuperhighway.com. Um, and, and again, make sure that it's, it's something beyond just a straight reading. If it's just a straight reading, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to decline to... Uh, to play it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna write you back and say, hey, just call in and read that poem. So save yourself some time and do something cool. There's a lot of really great free tools out there that you can use, depending on which ecosystem you're on, Mac or PC, or even on a iO a phone or or, or a mobile device that, that that where you can easily um, create something that's that's uh, that's beyond straight reading and send it off. So check that out. It's cool when these things blend together, and it's uh, it's art speaking to art. So there you go. Send those to me at rick at poetrysuperhighway.com. Our next caller, um, well, uh, if you'd like to call in, um, the number is 646-716-7362. And we have another caller from the 408 area code. Hello, 408. 
Rick Luthert. This is Mary Easton from San Jose. Hi, Mary. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Um, San Jose. Um, I know you always so, say what's going on in San Jose, and I never have an answer, Rick. I always feel bad. <laughs> well, you should you should prepare for this, you know, before you call in, you know, and, and do, your, know, do your research Rick, about know. what's happening there. There is I, there is know. a lot of stuff downtown. I will say there's lots of stuff downtown. I do I do well, see a lot of stuff downtown. Well, that's an important piece of information. Um, well, what did what did you call in to read, uh, Mary? I called in, of course, I call in after a girl from Austria and then a, another lady with a very in, incredible poem. But mine is called Summer Afternoon. It was um, part of a triptych from my first book, The Shadow of a Dog I Can't Forget, and I decided to pull this piece out alone and then redo it. So that's what this is. Okay. Shall I go? Please do, yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you, Rick. Summer Afternoon, Love Wrecked by Billy King. There's no other way to begin. He was 19. The timing wasn't right. Maybe that's why I let myself be stunned by his beauty. I say his name even now without thinking, as if I could step back into our French afternoon. You're my early girl, he said, his hand shaking, as he gave me a single heirloom rose, bursting with scent. We'll be together, he said, whenever we think about this moment. I called him the boy, hoping that would keep his innocence, his touch, his sweet smile from getting to the part of me that never wanted to give everything away. With Billy, I could eat love from lips prettier than mine and be okay with that. I remember the steps in our hotel room leading nowhere, the Paris subway map in Billy's hand as he slept, and me sitting on that prayer white footstool, needing him and wishing I didn't. A shutter opened and closed with the wind, leading a stray cat toward happy ruin on the ledge, the infinite knot of twisted rawhide Billy made for him, teasing him toward us, then away, toward us, then away. Days later, when the boy and the cat are gone, a pretty maid will appear at my door, Billy's beanie in her hand. For you, mademoiselle, she will say, is this missing? I go back to that moment when I was still his early girl, What's next for the cat, I asked my sleepy boy. We'll adopt him, Billy said, pulling me onto the bed, as flecks of rain began to fall from cracks in the skylight, wet ornaments of pleasure streaming down on us through high glass. The end. <laughs> that's a great way to, you should end all your poems just by kind of sing-songing, the end, that's, you know, that's a, that's a sound effect. You. I should, I that's a great idea, thank you. <laughs> I, I need that sound effect for my. Uh, I just need it in general. I think for uh, for. Okay, many you purposes. can have it anytime you want. <laughs> <laughs> I just just keep you keep you on the line. The next poet will call in, and then right at the end of the poem, you're like, the end. You know. Rick, I've always wanted to be a sidekick. Can I be your sidekick on this show? Sure, I need a sidekick for for this kind of okay. thing. It's perfect, and and you you know you're you're closer than Austria, so it'll be perfect. That is true. I thought that was so cool that you called in from Austria because I listen to all your podcasts. I don't always do it in the real time, but I always listen. That was so cool. It was a great poem too. I'm I'm interested to know what what other times there are besides the real time. I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> can I can I and I, always, and I little... should probably end. I should probably end with saying. Because it always makes me laugh. Because I'm originally from Boston, from New England, and wasn't that the one when you said nothing is new in New England? <laughs> yes, yes, I do have a book out called Nothing in New England is New, um, and that's right, that's right, right. Um, it's one of my travel poetry books. I put out a travel poetry book every year, written while on vacation somewhere, and that was when we spent some time in Boston and and some nearby cities. And it just occurred to me that the place is called New England, and everything that we looked at was old. I know. I know. <laughs> That's the main feature of the place is that everything is you're looking at old stuff. Um, I know. I, so I you, you, you start. Yes, go, go, go. Oh, I was going to say I, there, the poem that you read, um, which I enjoyed a lot, by the way. Was that written in Paris? Um, it or is was it thematically actually, yeah. about. Yeah. Um, I love Paris. My very first book was called Paris, It's the Cheese. It kind of started me on this path of writing travel poetry books. 
Um, oh my and God. It's a city, yeah, it's a city that I will always return to um, uh, whenever I have the opportunity and can scrape the money together to get there. I just, I love that place oh, so I much. Oh, I know. I know. Uh, I agree. And while you were reading it, I, you know, I played earlier um, a uh, a track from from Cliff Bernier, his his uh, spoken word track Congo Square, um, and okay. I just so I happened I happened to have his Facebook page open while I was, um, uh, you know, just to, so I could see what was going on with him while while the his track was playing, and the very okay. top post on his page is an article that was shared called Paris's first nude restaurant closes for lack of business. <laughs> Maybe the winter was too cold there, Rick. It's certainly been cold here in California. <laughs> it has. Un- unreasonably cold. And I just thought that's like a crazy connection. Here's Mary reading a poem, you know, from Paris and and like all the nude restaurants are closing in Paris and you know, you're probably know. Certain, a, you know, where where will we hang out, Rick? I that's a great I don't know. It's we're gonna have to do some research before we head back there, I think, because your wife's gonna no be idea. like, Who's this freak on the on the line? Rick? Yes. She is. Um she'll be there too, by the way. I just you know, just to be clear, you know, it's I know, I know, I know. She's darling. I've seen her. I've seen her on different things I've seen on your sites and stuff. She's darling. And your son seems like he's so cool and going to be a poet also. That's really cool. He already is, actually. He, um, we, we were at a reading a couple of years ago that I was, uh, I, was, I was the featured reader, and I said, do you want to come with me? I think he was eight at the time. And um, he said, yeah. And then he wrote a little poem and made me make a one-page chapbook out of it, like a, like a piece of paper folded over. And so yeah. he got up. I did my little my reading, and and you know did fine. And you know, and he got up and read his one poem, and then sold his sold his one page chapbooks for a dollar a piece, and people were so excited. That to, is uh, so cool! What a yeah. great story! I'm sure he's watched you over the years putting together all your stuff, right? He has, and he's he's you know he's written a bunch of poetry both in in school and and he's he sometimes will then. Make up poems on the spot at open mics, you know, when I when I wow. drive those. So it's uh, it's pretty cool. That's a real gift. That's cool. All right, Rick. I adore you. You're a great person. You do so much for us. Um, I'm I'm. This is the first time I've called in in a long time, and I'm going to try to do it more often. I hope you do, Mary from San Jose. And and get okay, out there and find out what's what's going on because I I need to know what's happening. I will. In San Jose. I promise for the next time I will, or you can just say sidekick, you're off. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll go the end. All right. All right, Rick, talk to you soon. Send me Bye. an MP3 of that. I will play that constantly. That'll be. All right, no I one's will. calling in. Here's Mary saying the end again ten times. The end. <laughs> Tell me what you want me to say, and I will do it, Rick. I'm easy. All right. I'll talk to you soon, Rick. Talk. Good Bye. to know. All right. Take it easy. Goodbye. That was uh, Mary Easton calling from San Jose, California. Um, I think I just posted a link to one of her books um, in in the uh, in the comments to this uh, to this event in the Poetry Superhighway group. She's got a book called Squinting Over Water. Um, Mary Kennedy Easton. I hope that's the right Mary uh, Easton. Uh, how many Mary Eastons can there be? Um, I can, can there ever be enough? Also, um, reading her lovely poem uh, written in Paris, you, you automatically get a pass from me for for all reasons if you writing a poem in Paris or about Paris, or if you just say the word Paris out loud, uh, there you go. And again, I just, if you were heading to the first nude restaurant in Paris, uh, according to the Huffington Post on a, on a post at the top of Clifford Bernier's page, uh, 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 that restaurant is closed for lack of business. I almost said that restaurant is clothed. I guess that's what happens when a nude restaurant closes, it becomes clothed. That's that's how it works. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, I just have about 10 minutes left in the show. Um, open lines. If you want to call in, you will get right on the air, I promise. The number is 646-716-7362. Um, and there you go. Um, so I mentioned uh, earlier in the show we just completed our, um, our 18th annual 
a great poetry exchange. I think it was the 18th. I lose track. We keep doing these projects every year, and I, I lose track of <laughs> how many times we do them. It could be the 35th, as far as I know, though I don't think the website's been up that long, so, so probably not. But uh, send a book and get a book. I, I forgot to mention this. If you want to see um, all the books that were um, contributed, the, the whole mission of the Poetry Superhighway, of course, is to expose as many people to as many other people's poetry as possible, which is why we <clears throat> do all these crazy and wacky projects to um, to connect poets to other poets, to connect poets poetry to other people. Um, and so, what's going to happen on the Poetry Superhighway website with this project for the rest of the year is that there is a list of all 91 books. Um, and people who participated. You can see the titles of every single book. You can see a short description of them. And in many cases, uh, there's a website, so you can click right on it and uh, and visit that poet online and see uh, what's going on in their lives, etc. Maybe you'll see a book that's interesting. Um, nothing is more exciting to a poet. Uh, nothing is more astonishing to a poet than when a book, uh, a single copy even, of a book is actually sold you know what i'm saying um and it's uh it's uh it's it's like the kind of stuff that you can then go and buy buy a meal with um or or coffee and um it's just i think uh, uh anytime as my uh, my friend matthew mars the los angeles poet and songwriter uh, has said which i've repeated many times on this show if you ever make money from poetry you should immediately go buy food with it, whether it's uh, groceries or a meal or coffee, sustain yourself with your art. You know what I'm saying? It's an, it's an awesome feeling. You might not be getting rich on poetry uh, because honestly, that's no one in the world. Um, even the most successful poets are, are still have to have, still have to teach somewhere to make, to make a living. Um, uh, so if you make any money from, from poetry, it's a pretty big deal and you should, you should buy food with it. That's it's a huge thing to buy a meal with money that you've made with your art of any kind. So there you go. Um, check out all the all the poetry books that were uh, listed as part of this year's Great Poetry Exchange. And if one strikes your fancy, buy one. I've got a new book coming out in um, in in just a couple of months. What is it? March first, April first, May first. Yeah, uh, May first. Um, my next travel poetry book, I mentioned uh, earlier in the show that I write a travel poetry book every year. The first one, as I just told Mary, is Paris, It's the Cheese. It's the only one of my books which, which isn't still available. It's the first one. It was a chapbook. I may put it out again someday. Who knows? Um, it was kind of a cool thing. It was poems I wrote uh, in Paris over the course of a couple of weeks, and it came with a cassette tape of uh, sounds of, of Paris that I recorded on the spot uh, while wandering around Paris and me making commentary and observations in addition to um, to the poetry that I wrote. I repeated that process um, uh, a bunch of years later when I went to London for the first time, and I wrote a book there called Stolen Mummies, uh, of, uh, a poetry that I wrote in London, and that came with a CD. Um, yeah, we... We really upped the technology um, at the time uh, from cassette to CD of uh, similar kinds of things. Me um, having wandering around Paris, not just the poetry that's in the book, but I recorded live sounds um, from the tube and observations and all kinds of things. So it was it was a cool thing. The book Stolen Mummies is still available um, uh, on Amazon, though it doesn't come with a CD. I suppose if you buy it, I, I could just send you the audio for the for the CD if you'd like. Physical media, it's so quaint, isn't it? Uh, wasn't it lovely when we all used to have physical media? Um, uh, I put out a spoken word CD not too long ago, just in time for the death of physical media. I was uh, I was all excited to finally have a physical CD. Anyway, um, uh, <clears throat> my most recent book, of course, is called Beautiful Mistakes. It's poetry I wrote um, a few summers ago while traveling through, uh, uh, where was I, Seattle, Washington, um, a city that I'm returning to later this month. I'm going to be doing a reading at the synagogue um, De Hirsch Sinai, Temple De Hirsch Sinai in downtown Seattle on a Friday evening as part of their Shabbat service. Um, it's a free event. Come on down. I'm going to be reading my poetry as part of the service um, mixed in with music from the extraordinary uh, artist Chava Morel. Um, I'm very excited about doing that, um, and I'll read a few poems um, 
uh, in addition to poems that have to do with the service and, 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 and stuff uh, from the book Beautiful Mistakes, which is all poems written in Seattle, Washington, and then in Snoqualmie, Washington, where Twin Peaks was filmed and set, um, um, and then in Portland, Oregon. So that's my most recent book, which I've been doing a lot of uh, readings from over the past year. My next book, I'm really excited about this. I just finished uh, putting together the, uh, the manuscript and designing the cover. Um, is poems that I wrote last summer when my wife and I were traveling through um, Memphis, Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee, and Louisville, Kentucky. Um, and that book, uh, that trip was really an extraordinary trip filled with music um, in both Memphis and Nashville, um, uh, filled with um, uh, remnants of, of social rights um, uh, sites. We went to the um, uh, National Civil Rights Museum, which is in Memphis, Tennessee, built around the site um, where Martin Luther King Jr. was um, assassinated, which is a very powerful experience and place to be. And we finished the trip in Louisville, Kentucky, where, and we stopped on the way there at the Maker's Mark Distillery. And being in, in Louisville uh, for, uh, for a couple nights um, was, was really just a, a really fun bourbon-filled uh, experience. And that book is coming out on May 1st. Um, and it is called Hunka Hunka Howdy. I think I need I think I need Mary to record that for me. But uh, Hunka Hunka Howdy. Hunka Hunka is of course a reference to um, Elvis Presley. Um, when you're in Memphis, you can't help but uh, but be um, oriented by the fact that Elvis was there, um, and, and maybe you'll visit his house there as well. Um, and then Howdy. That's what the Minnie Pearl used to say when she would uh, come out on stage at the Grand Ole Opry back when. Uh, it started at the Ryman uh, Theater in downtown Nashville. Of course, then it was moved to the uh, location just outside the main part of the city where it is today. Um, we got to visit that, and she would come out and say, Howdy! So this book is filled with poems from, from written in, in those three cities, and it's called the Hunka Hunka Howdy! Or something like that um, in terms of how it's pronounced. That's going to come out in May 1st. I'd love to come to your town and do a reading from it, um, so invite me, and I'll show up, and we'll make it happen. Um, so, gosh, we're, we're just about out of time here. I want to thank uh, our, uh, the people who called in. I want to thank um, Dietra for uh, opening up the show um, as our first uh, live caller uh, from uh, Baltimore, Maryland. Um, it was her first time calling in, and uh, I was really glad to hear from Dietra. Um, I want to thank Luna, who called all the way from Austria, Hungary. How cool to get a call from so far away. Dietra, um, really great to hear from you. Um, and I hope to hear from you again. Check her out on Facebook at facebook.com slash rosesandgalaxies. I posted a link to that um, in the comments to uh, this show's posting on the Facebook page as well, the Poetry Superhighway Facebook page, I should say. Um, and uh, finally, I want to thank uh, Luna from uh, San Jose for uh, just for everything, Mary. Uh, thank you so much for uh, calling in and, uh, and being fun and reading your poem. And uh, it, was, it was awesome and fun. Um, we also heard um, a spoken word track from Angel Ellis, um, and uh, which was which was cool, and and we played one that we played last time uh, from Cliff Bernier, Congo Square, kind of in honor of uh, of, uh, of Mardi Gras, which happened uh, uh, earlier or last week as well. The, the Angel Ellis poem obviously had some um, some uh, connection to uh, uh, to women, and um, it was a poem. Uh, that, that I decided to play this month because of um, um, the uh, uh, National uh, uh, Women's Day, which happened earlier this week as well. Our next show is going to be on Sunday, April 7th, same time, 2 o'clock p.m. Pacific time. I never say Pacific Standard or Pacific Daylight because I always forget which one it is, but I am for sure it's Pacific time. So if you're in Pacific time, you know it's going to be at 2 o'clock. If you're on the East Coast, it's at 5 o'clock. If you're anywhere else in the world, I'm sorry, but I don't have the uh, cognitive skills to do the time zone math to help you with that. So figure it out, but do save the date, um, April 7th, um, and plan on calling in and reading poems. Of course, you can send us spoken word tracks for us to consider. Um, send those via email to me at rick at poetrysuperhighway.com. And we've got lots and lots of projects going on, including right now, as I talked about at the beginning, our um, prompt today project. Send us your poetry writing prompts by filling out the form at the website poetrysuperhighway.com slash PSH. Um, we're going to publish a poetry writing prompt um, every single day 
during the month of April, National Poetry Month, to uh, inspire you to write poems, lots of poems next month. I hope you can look for those on our website and on our Facebook page as well. And I hope that um, you write poems and that you also post them if you're comfortable doing so um, as comments to that, those prompts as well. Um, so thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks for calling in. Uh, we'll be back next month on April 7th. Have a great rest of your day. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.